one hen, two ducks, three squawking geese, four limerick oysters, five corpulent porpoises, six pairs of Dono versus tweezers, 7,000 Macedonians in full battle array, eight brass monkeys from the ancient sacred crypts of Egypt, nine apathetic, sympathetic, diabetic old men on roller skates with a marked propensity towards procrastination and sloth, Ten lyrical, spherical, diabolical denizens of the deep who halt all around the corner of the quo of the K of the quivery all at the same time. Hi there. This is Michael C. Patterson. I'm the co-founder and CEO of MindRamp Coaching and Consulting. And in this podcast, I want to read to you from my latest article for Third Act magazine called One Hand, Two Ducks. The Power of Play. Oh, by the way, stay tuned at the end of the reading. I'm going to give you a chance to play with the one hand, two ducks tongue twister. One hen, two ducks. The Power of Play. We underestimate the power of play. Play is an essential human activity. Play promotes growth, development, and well-being throughout our lifespan. Play is just as important for grandma as it is for her grandchildren. My friend and MindRamp colleague Roger Anionson experienced the profound power of play in early 2001, the day he began a new job as activity director for an assisted living community. Roger was a successful public interest lawyer for more than 25 years, specializing in protecting family farmers who faced foreclosure. He earned a reputation as a lawyer who rarely refused the case, and was even known to accept old railroad ties or bags of hazelnuts as payment. But the need was too great, and the burden of too many cases caused him to burn out by age 50. He had worked himself too hard, spread himself too thin. Roger became immobilized lost his passion for the law, lost his practice, and fell into a downward spiral. In the midst of this crisis, Roger's wife suggested he consider a part-time job driving a van for an assisted living community, where, as she put it, there would be lots of nanas. Roger had loved his nana, who died in her 90s. He applied for the job and was hired. When the community's activity director suddenly quit, Roger was made activity director. On his first day, he faced a row of nanas sitting motionless in their chairs, waiting for him to lead a sit-and-be-fit class. Well, what do you do in sit-and-be-fit class, he asked. Without comment, the ladies simply began working their way through well-practiced routines. No one smiled. No one made eye contact with Roger. As the class wore on, he grew restless and thought to himself, my nana wouldn't stand for this. As the final robot-like routine ended, Roger blurted out, repeat after me, one hen. Silence. Roger tried again, repeat after me, like an echo, one hen. The silence was finally broken when Lucy Buncher, took a breath and whispered, One hen. Yes! Roger continued, One hen, two ducks. And he pointed at Lucy. She repeated the nonsense. One hen, two ducks. As Roger progressed to 
one hen, two ducks, three squawking geese, a few others joined Lucy in the call and response. Chins raised, eyebrows lifted, eyes came to life, mouths creased into tentative smiles, followed by broad grins and then laughter. Roger had everyone's attention. The game was on. Roger was playing with his new nanas. Human beings are hardwired to play and suffer when denied the opportunity. Why is that? Because play is adaptive. It promotes behaviors that help us to survive and thrive. It's important that play is inherently pleasurable. Positive emotions trigger expansive and inclusive behaviors that develop our physical and mental capabilities. In 1998, positive psychologist Barbara Fredrickson developed what's known as her broaden and build theory of positive emotions. The theory notes that when we feel threatened, our mental field narrows to focus exclusively on solving the perceived threat. But when we feel safe, contented, or joyful, the scope of our mental attention expands. When happy, we are more willing to engage in the kind of exploratory behavior that leads to learning and the development of physical and mental skills. Play puts us into a state of mind that is conducive to stimulating brain plasticity and positive growth of our brains. While we accept the need to play when young, we sometimes forget that play and adaptive development continues to be important for older adults. We need to think creatively to respond flexibly and adaptively to inevitable change. The need to think creatively, to respond flexibly and adaptively to inevitable change is critical to our ability to adapt to the challenges of advanced age. The aging process is fraught with wrenching transitions. If we get stuck in our ways, these transitions can overwhelm us. To flourish in adversity, we need to remain flexible, creative, and open to change. Play provided two important benefits for Roger's sit-and-be-fit students. First, the silliness and surprise of the nonsense activity was a wake-up call for minds that had fallen into a kind of chronic slumber. Boredom and lack of stimulation had caused their gray cells to shut down. They were stuck in a dangerous downward spiral of debility. Then, suddenly, their minds were being tickled by the sound and imagery of 7,000 Macedonians in full battle array. Roger's playful game roused their slumbering minds. These older minds needed regular stimulation to gradually replace the negative mindset of hopelessness and despair with a positive one that welcomes the pleasure that accompanies meaningful engagement and exploration. Roger built on his unintentional experiment with one hen, two ducks to develop a multifaceted program of mentally stimulating activities for older adults that he called memorobics. The playful environment in the class engendered positive mindsets, and the positivity stimulated engagement, exploration, and development that not only benefited the students, but had a ripple effect on the entire community, including staff and the residents' loved ones. The spirit of play is contagious. Regular play was critical in pulling Roger out of his funk, and through playful exploration and invention, Roger and the residents discovered a system for reactivating and re-engaging mature minds that had begun to falter and decline. 
The effectiveness of Rogers' memorobics program was verified in a random controlled clinical trial conducted by Western Oregon University and published in 2003. Memorobics became one of the cornerstones of MindRamp's current brain health work with older adults. Through playful engagement, Roger created a positive, multi-domain, brain-healthy environment. He enriched the lives of residents where he worked and completely transformed the culture of their community. And, along the way, he healed himself. Here's the full reading of One Hen, Two Ducks. One hen, two ducks, three squawking geese, four limerick oysters, five corpulent porpoises, six pairs of Don Elverso's tweezers, 7,000 Macedonians in full battle array, Eight brass monkeys from the ancient sacred crypts of Egypt. Nine apathetic, sympathetic, diabetic old men on roller skates with a marked propensity towards procrastination and sloth. Ten lyrical, spherical, diabolical denizens of the deep who haul stall around the corner of the quo of the K of the quivery all at the same time. That one's a tongue twister. Ten lyrical, spherical, diabolical denizens of the deep who halt all around the corner of the quo of the K of the quivery all at the same time. Hmm. Do you want to try it? Let's see if you can remember all ten as we go along. I'll leave space for you to echo what I say. Repeat after me. One hen. One hen, two ducks. One hen, two ducks, three squawking geese. One hen, two ducks, three squawking geese, four limerick oysters. One hen, two ducks, three squawking geese, four limerick oysters, five porpulent porpoises. One hen, two ducks, three squawking geese, four limerick oysters, five corpulent porpoises, six pairs of Don Alverso's tweezers. One hen, two ducks, three squawking geese, Four limerick oysters, five corpulent porpoises, six pairs of Don Alverzo's tweezers, 7,000 Macedonians in full battle array. One hen, two ducks, three squawking geese, four limerick oysters, five corpulent porpoises, six pairs of Don Elverso's tweezers, 7,000 Macedonians in full battle array, eight brass monkeys from the ancient sacred crypts of Egypt.
One hen, two ducks, three squawking geese, four limerick oysters, five corpulent porpoises, six pairs of Donald Berzo's tweezers, 7,000 Macedonians in full battle array, eight brass monkeys from the ancient sacred crypts of Egypt, nine apathetic, sympathetic, diabetic old men on roller skates with a marked propensity towards procrastination and sloth. One hen, two ducks, three squawking geese, four limerick oysters, five corpulent porpoises, six pairs of Donald versus tweezers, 7,000 Macedonians in full battle array, eight brass monkeys from the ancient sacred crypts of Egypt, nine apathetic, sympathetic, diabetic old men on roller skates with a marked propensity towards procrastination and sloth, ten lyrical, spherical, diabolical denizens of the deep who hold stall around the corner of the quo of the K of the quivery all at the same time. There you go. Did you get it? Phew. That'll keep your mind sharp. To learn more about how to keep your brain healthy and your mind sharp, go to our website at www.mindramp.org. M-I-N-D-R-A-M-P dot O-R-G. Thanks for listening. And remember to keep playing.